Welcome to How to Trade It, The Road to Trading Mastery. Join Casey Stubbs, a seasoned trader, as he guides you to become a profitable trader. Find actionable insights, real-life stories, and strategies to boost your trading skills. Don't miss the journey to trading victory. Start listening now. Connect with us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Trading profits are just an episode away. This is the How to Trade It podcast. We talk about the real stories behind successful traders. You will learn the strategies that the best traders use in today's markets. And we get those experts to show us how to trade it. Casey Stubbs here with a new episode of How to Trade It podcast. And today is going to be a special episode, very excited about. I'm not going to interview a guest. Instead, I'm going to share some insight that I learned from doing a 70 mile backpacking trip in the woods all by myself. And it took me a total of five days to do it. And as a result, it was pretty impactful. And I learned a lot about myself, and I feel like I got some insight on life in general. And there are three points that I want to share with today and just give you guys my insight and see if it helps you at all, whether it's in trading or just in life in general, this stuff is really important. And, you know, I'm going to try to break it down and use it so you can use it for trading because, duh, this is a trading channel, but you can also use it for any area of your life to be completely honest, because it's pretty well-rounded in the fact that this stuff will work for just about anything. And so I probably learned about 50 things. I kept a journal with me and every day I wrote down some things to share and I probably learned about 50 things, but I just don't have time to go over all of that in one episode. So I might break it down into one big episode at some point or just use the material that I discovered. You know, when you're learning about yourself or you're learning new things, it's important to write it down so you don't forget. And this isn't a point before I even get into the point. It's just kind of funny because I would be walking and I would get some really good insight. And I said, okay, tonight when I'm going to journal, I'm going to write that down. And then by the time the evening came around, it was gone, right? And I don't know if any of you have experienced that. You get these great ideas and then they just go away. So I lost a couple, but no worries because I wrote down a ton of good ones. And that's why I like to journal. And then when I just journal it, then I can reuse it, go back to it, think on it expand it a little bit, apply action items in my life. So that would probably be a fourth point that I didn't even plan on talking about, which was journaling so that you can remember things and study your journey, right? Because life is a journey and you got to enjoy every minute of it. It's a struggle and challenge, but you got to enjoy the journey along the way. So the first point, so that was your bonus point. But the first point about the journey was that I had a map, right? And you don't realize when you're not traveling a lot, but maps are really important. And the thing about the map is I had a couple different maps that I was using and it was a big picture map, right? Because it was a 70 mile trip. I went from south to north 
And I started out in Ohio Pile, which is a camping area, state park in Pennsylvania. And I hiked north all the way up to Johnstown. And so I needed to know where I was going, right? And so that's the point. Number one is you need to have a map, right? You need to know where you're going. And in this case, I needed to have a map and a plan. Because if you have a map, that's great. But you use that map so that you can do what with it? you can create your plan. So I took my map and I looked over it. And before I went on the trip, I would sit down at my kitchen table and I'd write notes. I'd say, okay, I'm going to start here. I'm going to go here day one. I'm going to carry this amount of supplies. And then I'm going to be here on day two. I'm going to travel this much time. This is the time that I'm planning on leaving. Here's where I'm going to take my break. Here's where I'm going to take another break. This is where I'm going to eat. This is where I plan on being. I plan on finishing that day at five o'clock. And when I get back, I plan to recuperate and have different things that I want to do when I get there. And so I created a whole roadmap, a whole plan looking at the big picture from day one to the end, right? So how does that apply to trading is number one is you need a map. You need a roadmap. You need a strategy. You need not just a small strategy, but a big picture, right? Okay, what am I doing at year one, year two, year three? How am I going to get there? Okay, so this is really good. Now, another thing about this map was that it was a big picture map, and so it didn't have a lot of details. Okay, so then I had an additional map, which was more dialed in, and that gave me some details because I needed to know some of the smaller things because on the big picture map, it would show a location as being at a certain place, but it wasn't pinpointed. And so it was off by quite a bit, off by a couple miles, in fact, in several places. So I needed the smaller map to consult, which was more dialed in and gave me direct insight on a smaller scale, right? So you need a big picture map and then you need a smaller map so you can really get down into the details. And that helped me tremendously in finding where I was going. Another thing about the map was that I did get off track three times. I got off of the trail and because it wasn't marked real well, it was marked pretty well, but there were places where there was a trail going one way and another trail. And if I wasn't paying attention, so the markings might've been okay, or maybe they weren't perfectly clear, but then I wasn't paying attention because my mind was wandering and I was just kind of going through the motions. You know, you're walking 70 miles, you might not be totally alert all the time. And I got off trail right? So I figure out, okay, how far have I been off course? How long have I been walking off course? How do I get back? What do I do when I get off course? Well, in my situation, when I got off course, I turned around and I went back to the trail and I finished the direction. Okay. So if you don't have a map in your life for where you're going, well, you might get off course. But if you don't have a map, you don't know if you're off course or not right? Your whole life could be off course. And some people will criticize me and that's okay. But they say, well, why do you always plan everything? Why are you always looking at maps? Why are you always writing out plans and purposes and vision? You know, that's a waste of time. You know, can't you just have fun? Well, there's a time for fun and there's a time for planning. And if you're going to be trading, you need to have a long-term plan and then break it down with short-term plan. So you can see whether you're getting off course and then you evaluate and say, okay, here was my big term plan. I'm a little bit ahead of pace. I'm a little bit behind. I'm off the trail. I'm doing something that wasn't on the plan. I need to either change my plan or get back on course. Very important. The next thing I wanted to talk about with the map was markers and measurements. 
So the cool thing about this trail is there are mile markers every mile. And that was so valuable to me because I would get to the marker and say, okay, I'm at mile 12. And then I'd look at my watch and I'd say, okay, it's 933. I need to be at mile 13 by 10 o'clock, right? So I'd say, okay, I need 27 minutes to get to that mile. And so I'm carrying a heavy pack and the trail was rough terrain and there were hills up, big steep hills up and big steep hills down. So it was pretty rigorous on my body. But depending upon the terrain that was ahead would determine the speed of the mile. But on average, I probably averaged a 27 minute mile. But on a really flat piece of good terrain, I could knock it out in 19 minutes. On a really bad piece of terrain where I'm going straight uphill, my longest mile was like 35 minutes. So again, we look at that in trading. When the markets are rewarding you and you're following your plan, you can have a nice windfall, right? That's like my 19 minute mile. And then when they're not, when you're really struggling, when times are tough, well, then it's a slower mile. But the thing is, every time there's a reset, there's a new marker, you reset your clock. So it's a big picture. It's a 70-mile journey. But even though it was a 70-mile journey, I was checking my pace and checking my time, checking where I wanted to be on every single mile marker. So I have a big picture, but I was checking myself at every single mile marker. Okay, so what does that mean for trading? Well, you should have a big picture, but you need mile markers. You need to know where you're at in terms of your big picture. So every single month would be a great time to look at your mile marker and say, okay, my big picture is here. You could do a 20-year big picture. Then you could do a smaller ones where you're doing one year and then maybe a 10-year and a one-year mile marker checkup, but then monthly checkups to say, am I on pace? Am I off track? Where am I at? And that map was tremendous and it was really valuable in getting me to my destination. And you could have still made it. You didn't have to do all that stuff that I did. You didn't have to look at the mile markers and time yourself on every mile and look at the map constantly and plan out all your stops. And you don't have to do that. You could still probably make it. But I had a lot of information and it was really cool at the end of the day to say, wow, that went according to plan. And it was really cool at the end of the day. It says, I gained extra time here. I gained extra time here. I gained extra time here. So I actually finished ahead of schedule. To me, that's rewarding to finish ahead of schedule. And so when you're looking at your mile markers, you plan something, you plan it's fairly conservative. I didn't try to kill myself because you got to know the limits of your body, but I did want to try to beat my plan. So you just don't make it too hard so that you're discouraged like, okay, I'm going to do it in 15 minutes every mile. You know, then I'd have to be running and I would fail and then I'd feel miserable. So make your plan reachable, achievable. Leadership is the most important element when it comes to successful investing. That's why each week of the Finance and Markets newsletter, we highlight a CEO who has created tremendous growth through outstanding leadership. Get the next growth superstar story by going to the link in this episode's description to subscribe. The second point that I want to hit was perseverance. You have to have perseverance through the tough times. You know, there's storms that will occur in nature, right? Because I actually got hit one day in a storm and it rained the entire day and I got totally soaked to the bone and my waterproof boots were not actually waterproof, okay? And my feet were soaked 
and I was soaked all the way. All my clothes got soaked, everything. My fire starting stuff got soaked. Everything was soaked. So storms happen in life. And so that was something I had to persevere through. Additionally, the terrain was really tough. There were really steep places and that was hard on my body, right? The steepness of it was very difficult. So I had to persevere through the rough terrain through the hills, through the valleys. As I was going down, that was very difficult because they were steep and it was slippery. And the terrain was very hard to navigate, so I had to slow down. But I had to persevere and my body was giving me some problems. It was hurting and I had to push through the pain and follow the plan. I had to endure the storms. I had to endure the terrain, right? And so in life, In nature, those things happen and they also happen in life and they're going to happen in your trading. You're going to have storms that you're going to have to go through. You're going to have to persevere. And so, again, having that map helps you because what gives you the ability to persevere is if you see an end in sight and you say, if I just keep going a few more steps, if I keep going a few more steps, then I'm going to do fine. Then I'm going to push through. I'm going to see the light at the end of the tunnel and then I'm going to get there oh, I'm just going to take a break at the end of the day and I'll get there. And always at the end of the day was the hardest because you got to keep pushing even though you were really tired, even though your body really hurt, you just got to keep pushing. And in trading is the same way. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be hard. You're going to hit storms, but you just got to keep pushing and look at your big picture and look at your plan. And I want to really tie this in because I think this is important. A lot of people put a lot of value on perseverance and suffering and trials and tribulations and going through storms. And I totally agree with that. But the thing is, you have to actually have a plan as well and a strategy. Because if you're persevering and you're not actually doing anything, then you're suffering for nothing. Okay. And I want to give you a really good example of this. Let's just assume that I was in the woods and I'm on this trip and I had to provide by eating food and surviving. If I have perseverance and be like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to keep pushing ahead, I'm going to make it. Well, that's great. And I really commend that attitude. And that is the attitude that we have to have. But if we don't have a good strategy, you know, on how we're going to provide shelter, how we're going to provide food, then we're not going to make it. We can persevere all day long, but we're going to die on the trail. Like perseverance is great, but perseverance without a good strategy is foolishness because it's just suffering for nothing. Now, you still might learn some lessons along the way, but if you die on the trail, you're going to learn a few things, but you're going to take it with you to the grave, (laughs) okay? You've got to suffer for a reason. You've got to persevere for a reason and have a strategy and a plan. So I see a lot of traders blowing up their accounts over and over again, and I'm just going to keep doing it until I have success. And I really commend that attitude. I use that funny little voice. Maybe it wasn't so funny, but I use that. I hear people saying that and I think it's great and I say it myself. But if you're persevering and you're blowing your accounts, but you don't have a good plan and a good strategy and a roadmap with mile markers, then you're really suffering for nothing and you're just going to die on the trail. And that's not a good thing. So perseverance is really important. You got to push through the hard times. You got to have perseverance, but don't do it without having a solid plan and strategy and also be willing to be changing that strategy, but mark it and measure it. We talked about mile markers. If you have a plan, but you're not following the plan, if you have a plan and you're not marking your progress, then you don't know what to change. But the thing is, you got to change things. You know, if you're a fisherman and you're fishing in a fishing hole where there's no fish, you got to move and try a new fishing hole, 
right? You got to market. Is it working? Yes. Is it not working? No. Okay. Now what decision do I make? What plan do I strategize? I'm not going to quit, but I'm going to keep adjusting my strategy and my plan and moving forward. And I've got to market and figure out what's working. You don't know how many people just continue to move forward and change things, but they're not measuring their results. So they don't know what's happening right? Or they're not following the plan properly. They're just doing whatever they feel like. And so if that's you, realize that right now and say, okay, that's me. I can change this. I can fix it. I can start making a plan. I can start measuring it. I encourage that you do that. Now, the last point, we're going to hit the last point here. And this was a really big one. And that is about limits and limitations. A lot of our limits are self-imposed limits. You might say, well, I just want to get five bucks and I'll be happy in trading. And that's good. Let's start there. But the thing is, there really is no limit except for the limits of our own mind and what we accomplish. And I want to say limits because that's something I really learned. The first day I was on the trail, I did six miles and I had planned out towards the end to kind of build it up and start slower. And then towards the very end, I had a 20 mile day. And it was amazing to me that in the beginning, every day I was at the end, I was pushing it. And it's like, oh man, six miles. I cannot wait to get done with this day. But then towards the end, it's like, oh, I only went six miles. I'm barely getting started, right? So the limits of my mind, once I crushed those barriers, then the new barrier was much further away. And so when I'm thinking now, I did 20 miles, the six was almost nothing. 20 was actually not that bad. So now I'm thinking, okay, when I come back, I'm going to do this in only two nights. I'm going to do over 20 miles a day. I'm going to train up a little bit better and I'll be more prepared. And next time I'm going to do 22 miles a day and knock it out in two nights and three days, right? And those limits that we think are so huge, it's like a mountain. You climb one mountain that's a thousand feet, then the next mountain is 2,000 feet and 3,000. And we just keep breaking barriers and pushing limits and doing new things. And really the only limits that we have, I think, are the limits that are in our own mind that stop us. So not saying you start for Mount Everest, not saying you want to make a million bucks a week, but what I'm saying is start small and start breaking some barriers and then you're going to be shocked at how many barriers that you can continue to break because the limits in trading are limitless. The limits in our life are limitless. The opportunities that we have are limitless for those people that have a map, that have a plan, that are using mile markers, that are persevering through the tough times and using their strategy to get to where they want to go. The limits can be easily broken. That's a bad word to use. It's not easy. Those barriers that I broke weren't easy. My body was taking a toll, but I got stronger every day, right? So the barriers that we're going to break in life, we got to work at them, but we put those barriers there, we break them and we can continue going to the next level. And that was eye-opening for me. And I'm not going to forget it. And I'm going to continue to break barriers all the time in my life. Right now, I'm going to set markers and I'm going to set barriers and I'm just going to make it a habit in my own life that I'm going to bust through barriers over and over and over again. And the limits, who knows where we're going to go. And I want you to do that. I want you to say, okay, I'm going to start making my limits and I'm going to break them and I'm going to see how far I can go. And there really is no limit to what we can achieve when we put our minds to it. 
you just don't know, right? So hopefully this has been helpful. I had a great time just being in nature is awesome. Seeing what God has created is just so peaceful. It's powerful. It's phenomenal. I could have a whole nother episode talking about solitude and getting away from distractions and all that stuff because that was just mind-blowing. But I'll just tease it with that because I don't want to get into that kind of detail. But it was just crazy being away from it. I don't think I've ever done that before. Very powerful. So if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave a comment or leave a review on iTunes. We'd love to hear what you have to say. You can send us an email at business at tradingstrategyguides.com. Love to hear what you think about the limits or the perseverance or even the map. You know, those are the three things I learned or even about the woods or whatever you want to comment on. Just send us an email at business at tradingstrategyguides.com. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, well, that's it for this week's episode. Thanks a lot and we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Trade It podcast. Our mission is to help you create security in the markets. If you have a question you want me to ask my guests or a specific question you have for me, please email me at podcasttradingstrategyguides.com. I answer every email I get because this show is about helping you learn how to trade it. So again, please reach me at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Thank you. for tuning in to another insightful episode of How to Trade It with Casey Stubbs. We hope you found today's discussion valuable and inspiring. Remember, the road to trading mastery is a continuous one, and your commitment to learning and growing as a trader is the key to your success. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please reach out to us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Keep listening, keep learning, and keep trading your way to victory. Until next time.